So, <coughs> had a very enjoyable trip to the cinema last night, didn't we? Uh, well, I did. I enjoyed it. <laughs> that was a good film. Um, so you say that, but the tone of your voice says, I'm only saying that because um, it seems like it's what I should say. Yeah. All right. You, me, Stace. And the Empire. <laughs> And uh, went to see Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes. Which is a good film. But... Anything else you want to say about it? Okay, (laughs) alright. Well, I'll go... Okay. I rated it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, And on my second viewing, that stays the same. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, What what would you rate it? I'd like to see it again, but maybe five at a push. That's not a good film. Maybe four. That's definitely not a good <laughs> film. <laughs> it's a good film, but I didn't really like it. There's a lot of things I did not like about it. Um, let's list a couple. Why not? Yeah, just for, for shits and giggles. I'll, I'll see if I can treat you down here. Uh, okay, number one, the, the old woman in the beginning. Yeah that he knew and then she went and fucked some of the dude or something but he then went to see her in the hospital or something clearly the same actress but with tons of really bad I thought prosthetic makeup thing to make her look old okay and she, but she didn't even sound old she sounded like a 20 year old something person right whereas like okay if you're going to act and you're going to act as an old person, at least try and put in a, an old person's voice. For example, let's go Ian from Star Wars. When he, you know, when he played the Emperor in Return of the Jedi, he was like 30, I want to say 33, 34. But I was convinced, as I'm sure you were, that he was an actual old person. But he wasn't, because of his voice, and not to mention the look. Which, again, the look looked better than this old chick in... Captain America. Okay. She did really bad makeup. Okay, but. so she had like three minutes of screen time. If that, yeah. Okay, all right. I get it. Yeah. But okay, I can give you that. Okay. You, you didn't like her makeup. Yeah, and and, and uh, the voice. makeup was the, the makeup I could get behind. Uh, it would be more believable, and I, I, I would look past it if the voice was more believable that she was an old person. But like I said, I don't know any old person who's. She must have been playing somebody who was, I don't know, late eighties or early nineties or something. Uh, I don't know. I, I've never come across an old person that old that sounds like they're twenty. Okay. Uh, Scarlett, as much as I love her, she, I must admit her figure looks great in that film. I don't like her hair. That really fucks me off. Okay, okay. that's probably a bit too strong. That's no, fine. I, I don't like the straight hair. Her look in Avengers, amazing, and even in the Iron Man films or the second one at least, great. But the straight hair in this film did not work for me at all. Okay, so at the moment, basically, <coughs> the hair and makeup department failed miserably. They did, yeah. Okay. Someone needs to lose their job. Okay, got um, it. Then I... Uh, the, the, the... I don't know, there's... there's uh, a lot of people could just be like, you know, okay, if you've got a problem with this, then you should have a problem with, you know, heli carriers and all this kind of stuff. Um inspired more to say this having seen the clips that you showed me from the first film but all those weapons that they were using that were energy based that were disintegrating people back in what the 1940s yeah what happened to all that technology 
They explained that in Avengers. Did they? Yeah. I've forgotten. Okay, so all of those weapons were, were developed off of the Tesseract, which the Red Skull had located, and they were doing tests on it, and they produced these weapons. The Tesseract was then lost at the end of... Captain America. Captain America. Um, and in the big battle scene at the end, a lot of the labs and this, that, and the other were destroyed, but some of the stuff was recovered. Yeah. Okay, and in Avengers, they were continuing that work to try and produce these weapons, which then Captain America found, and basically busted them on because it was they were doing exactly the same thing as... Okay. ...as the Red Skull was. And the dude with the metal arm? Yeah. Did I miss something in it? Did they explain like how he how he, did he get frozen as well or something? Okay, so he uh, he got found. He fell off the train in the first film. He fell off the train in the first and film. And they obviously found him. And they found him. And, yeah, and and well, they I, I as I understand it, okay, and okay, maybe they probably didn't do uh, the best job of explaining this, which is why the film lost a point for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless you know some of the history in the comic books mm-hmm. um, um, it might be a leap to put kind of two and two together but in the first film he's found as I showed you in the clip uh, by Captain America after having been experimented on or we assume he's been experimented on by Zola whatever that guy's name was right okay um, because they were experimenting with similar type serums and things like that to try and make super soldiers yes so he had something in his system, uh, possibly that maybe it was a latent reaction, or maybe it kicked in in times of extremely high adrenaline. I don't exactly know, um, but he was experimented upon, uh, which helped him to survive the fall. But he did lose part of his arm in the fall. In mm. this film, they did show in the brief flashbacks when he's starting to have some memories. That he kind of woke, uh, awoke in the snow or something like that, and, and when he looks down, you can see that he's missing part of his arm. Yeah. And then the next thing, they're cutting the rest of his arm off, um, and they give him this, you know, metallic bio mechanical arm. Which again, why is that not more like readily available for the general public? Why? Why is it just him? And why? Well, it was it was a um, an experiment. That was obviously successful. Well, in one case, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's I I I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. In my head, I'm just like, it's a bit too much. I mean, the, the same argument could be made about like you know the Hulk, you know, someone turning into this big green. Yeah, I mean these these things they they, they tend to. I mean, as as is with. A lot of different films. They work maybe on like a select person or a select few individuals, yeah. because whatever comes together, whether it's personality or whether it's a particular gene, and it, it never, it never recreates the way that they they want yeah. it to, because uh, yeah, different upbringings or or people have got different uh, DNA markers or something, and the end result of it is is not. It, it's kind of like one of a kind. Yeah, you know, you, you could say the same thing with like kind of Spider Man. He got bitten, and and this certain thing happened, but. For anybody else, maybe they would just die. Yeah, um, okay. I just think it would have been better. I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't like the arm thing for some reason. I just think it would have been, for me personally, it would have been a lot better and a lot more cooler if he was just like a super soldier type person as well. That uh, he was strong. He had both arms. So like when uh, spoilers, when uh, Steve, Steve, <laughs> it's Steve, isn't it? Yeah. Stephen, uh, when he throws his shield 
at this dude, you know, when he catches it, it would have been cool that if he'd if it'd just been like a normal arm. Yeah. And he'd caught it. Because then I could imagine Cap's, you know, reaction being like, shit, you know, that's supposed to come back to me. Or, you know, knock him out or something. But then you get that realisation, okay, this guy's, he's like him. He's much more than of a, a formidable foe, I guess. But, but he, but he was, he was a formidable foe. Okay, like yeah, but he didn't need the arm. That's, that's the only thing that I'm getting there. Okay, so well, I, didn't, I didn't like the arm. They're drawing from um, a back catalogue of comic books. <coughs> right. with, with all of these films, they take you know bits from comic books. In the comic books, he's got a metallic arm because he lost his arm originally. In the comic uh, books, yeah, I guess, it was I guess so, it was yeah. an explosion. Yeah, um, I, I, I actually, actually, I don't know any of this. So. Okay, so there was an explosion. Uh, they were trying to stop the Red Skull from launching uh, drones or something like that, and on one of them, an explosion took place. It blew his arm off, and then he fell into Siberia or wherever it is, and that's where the Russians find him and give him the metal arm and brainwash him, and they cryogenically freeze him and only take him out of cryogenic stasis when they want him to go and commit an assassination. And then when he when he's done with... So that basically he never ages. God. Yeah. Okay, so... Because he... Um, he, unlike Steve, didn't get frozen for 60 years or whatever it is. He was found quite early on. They did their experiments and brainwashed him and made him into this assassin. He would go out and assassinate somebody and then they would cryogenically freeze him and pull him out of cryogenic stasis when they needed him. Okay. And that allowed him to age very little coming up to present time. Um, because he's not Captain America. He, he, he hasn't had the, the same... Uh, serum introduced into a system which made him grow a foot and put on 140 pounds of muscle. A sure. lot of a lot of his strength comes from that arm, from that metallic arm. Yeah, okay. Which, which is what gives him the slight edge. The rest of it is uh, training over time and the skills he's gained as an assassin, which makes him a a good fighter. And then the 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 strategist that he was comes from his time in the in the U.S. Army in the 40s. Okay. All those things combined <coughs> together is what makes him uh, a, a possible match for Captain America. And eventually, or at certain points in the comics, he actually does take over from Captain America at a certain point in time. Okay. When Cap is presumed dead or ends up time traveling or something like that. Um, he puts the, cap- the costume on and he becomes the, the Captain America. So I'm assuming that's what they're, they're leaning towards. Um, but I will give you the fact that it wasn't particularly well explained in the f- in the film. Yeah, they dropped a little hints at it. The whole thing of him being called the Winter Soldier makes more sense with more of the Russian background, and that wasn't really brought into the film. No, nah, there's yeah, no connection. Weak. There's no connection to Russia, with the exception of Black Widow mentioning that she was in the KGB, um, and there were rumors of this guy, um, and the fact that he had the you know the the Russian star on his. Yeah, his arm, um, and the name the Winter Soldier, as I understand it, uh, is kind of a uh, referring to the fact that I guess he was found in the snow or whatever. But it ties into the Cold War, mm. and that wasn't explained at all. So they took a character from the comic books, created it for what they needed, didn't give it as much of a backstory, um, and didn't give him that much screen time. Yeah, you know, and that's that's where the film fell down for me yeah um, I, I can't say anything about your issues with hair and makeup sorry dude alright um, okay no, no, that's fine uh, what you I'm not saying I wouldn't have said no or I would have said no to Scarlett I'd still go to town but 
for want of a better phrase. <laughs> but uh, or just uh, or just say hello, you know, <laughs> given the opportunity. I wouldn't just obviously if I met her at Comic Con or whatever. I'm not saying I'd try to get it on with her at all. But um, unless she was just like, you know, oh, oh hey, you know, this is the hotel I'm staying at. Yeah, then yeah. But anyway, off. The okay, so so you, you had a, you had, a, you had a, a problem with her hair. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, though, did you have a, a problem with the character or, or yeah, the action I, scenes? Yeah, I or? kind of I loved the action scenes. The fight scenes were great. I I didn't particularly like uh, every time that there was you know mention of uh, her past or you know the the the, the red. Um, like in uh, in Avengers, depending which incarnation you see of it, like on Netflix, when Loki's going on about you know her and uh, her past, because um, uh, Hawkeye or Agent Barden, yeah, 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 after he's you know explained everything to Loki and how anything that you know that's referenced to her past without actually mentioning what it is seems to upset her. Now whether that's like part of her her character or her persona where she doesn't actually care but she's you know because she's always got like a, an ide- a different identity depending on what she's doing and whether that I don't know it just seems that she's genuinely always upset whenever, whenever, whenever someone mentions her past and like at the end she says she's got to go now work on her, her new identity because um, the, the, the she's the burned thing. all her aliases yeah yeah but yeah I, that from that that side of things I'm like do you do you care are you, why, why are you that upset about it? Sure, you've done some bad things that you probably regret or wish you hadn't done, but there's no need to, you know, get upset about. It. I mean, what you got? You get, that's the worst spy in the world. <laughs> you know, like the moment someone says, "Ah, I know what you did in, uh, you know, back in 1984 or something," and you get upset. You're, you know, as a spy, she's supposed to be trained to not care, to be, uh, you know, emotionally unattached from all this shit. I don't know. Shit, it bugs me. Okay. Um, well, I guess I would I would uh, counter argue that with um, two things. One, they drop these little hints in the films and stuff like that as they lead towards her having her own film. Which, yes, which they're yeah, planning yeah. on doing. So yeah, I hope they have a new makeup artist. For um, film. So it builds up um, interest on some level, or maybe people get pissed off with it and they want answers, so they will see it. It also plays to the fact that. Um, who cares though? We you know this is a, right. This is one of like one of the things with every um, every comic book film type thing. I don't. Uh, I I'm getting tired of this. Let's do an origin story, and which I mean DC's guilty of it as well. Like uh, you know the Dark Knight saga. We didn't. Everyone knows how Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. Uh, we all know what happened to Wolverine, how he got the adamantium and whatnot. Yet they still felt like they had to that had to be a big plot line in the films. And then of course they had to go and do Wolverine Origins and explain more about that. And it's I'm like we all know Black Widow, what her deal is. You know um, the fact she explained it in Avengers. Basically, she was a bad chick. Button was sent to kill her, and uh, they had a fight or whatever. All turned out pretty well yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be an origin story that she's just oh, going to no. have her own film but it might be that it takes place after <clears throat> all of this stuff yeah but these 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 constant like references and things to her past um, it's like why who cares why does she care why not just move on and concentrate on the now and the future I don't understand this this plot thing constantly having to like dig into her past like with Loki when he was like you know oh can you erase that well, it's, it's, red and- it's, it's to push a button 
But I mean, everybody... She shouldn't have any buttons to push. Why not? She's a human being. But... Because she's like a, 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 a top-class... Which is a top... Assassin. Yeah, shit. assassin. Not a spy. Not a, not a, a robot. Not an emotionless individual. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, she wouldn't she wouldn't be fighting for the side of good. If no, there was no conscience there. I didn't yeah, I get that. I mean I, I did like the to see the human side of her when in Avengers when she gets attacked by the Hulk and she's genuinely shaken up about it yeah. and and one because for five minutes when the ship when the Hulk and Thor are having it out and Barton's uh, doing his business, she's just sat there in a puddle. Okay, not a puddle, but she just sat there. Yeah, she genuinely freaked shaking, out. Shaking, and yeah, it's not until uh, she gets the message about Hawkeye that she goes to to uh, to whoop some ass. But and that, I get that, but again, I'm just like this. This you know. Oh, by the way, uh, I know what you did last summer, and then she starts, you know, almost crying, and I, I just. Well, that also, I mean. Uh, I've done some bad things. She, but, you know, I, I yeah, but she uses that it. to her advantage, as you see in in the films. Like, yeah. you know, okay, the bad the bad guys bring it up, thinking that they're pushing her buttons, and then she uses that to make it look like she's vulnerable, which then which gets I, them I, to okay, drop yeah, their guard. I get that she did that in Avengers and with then, Loki because yeah. she wanted to. She was and trying it, to figure out what the the, the big play was, but yeah. in this film, I mean, this she film just genuinely constantly seemed to get upset every time the past was mentioned or something, or the information about her getting out or becoming public. Well, I mean, that was at the end once. Which I understand. I mean, if you let's say you've hidden for ten years, yeah. and then someone says, "Okay, now basically you got no protection. Yeah. Everything about you is out there." You just think, "Holy shit!" You know the the, the after effect. You know, you, like it gets mentioned as she's about to publish the information, and then yeah. it gets mentioned at the end by the Senate subcommittee. Um, let's say you secretly, let's ten years ago, um, you killed two people before <laughs> we met, which I did not do, by the which way, which you did not do. <laughs> But you've been hiding that for 10 years, and then okay. you make a choice of, okay, this is going to come out, and as a result, I'm going to save my entire family, um, Sean's family, Stacy's family, but as a result, I'm going to get known as a, as a double homicide murderer, and I'm going to have to go on the run. Okay. At certain points during that decision process, you're probably going to freeze and think, shit, this is going to change everything. And then you might go, okay, but i got to do this because I'm going to save these people. And then you end up going on, on you know, having to sit in court or something because you're on trial. You know, you're you're constantly being forced back into this thing that you've tried to fix or you tried to run from. Yeah. Um, so that happens twice in it, and then the only other time her past is mentioned is when she ties it into she's met the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And she got shot. Um, and she's not Jim. She's not. I think she's more um, afraid because it's one of the few people that's managed to hurt her, and she's a master assassin. Then she is upset. Okay. Um. So. Uh, it probably doesn't change. It's just a, it's another perspective on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I kind of get it. I kind of understand it. Just don't think it was necessary. Um, all right. Well, let's let's get off her um, for a minute. <clears throat> uh, I probably needs to be rephrased as well. But fine. Um, the, the the subcommittee thing again. I I'm, I'm not a big fan of this this holographic. Thing with way of communicating, I, I know they're working on it. If it's a, if it's an actual real thing that we don't know about, like you know, obviously we don't have that technology in our homes, but maybe you know, it wouldn't. Because I, I heard years ago they were working on it, and they were supposed to be, um, they were supposed to actually exist. But I, 
this senator dude, whatever, walking around talking to all these hologram people, I, I don't get why it can have just been a conference call, uh, which we have today. I don't get why all this advanced futuristic stuff in modern day just seems... And, and again, I know people could argue like, well, you are okay with the Hulk and with Captain America being a Superman uh, dude or super... Uh, you know, uh, stronger and, and faster and, and more agile and, and all this kind of stuff. But why have a problem with all of this? And I don't know why, but it's just with Avengers. Okay, you got the helicarrier. That doesn't seem feasible at all in my head. You know, an actual like uh, carrier that's able to fly, but it's visually stunning, and I I just accept it. Yeah, you know, for what it is, because I'm like, okay, they've not gone too extreme. You know, you, uh, but now. It's just uh, it's just too much, and it, it it probably wouldn't have been too bad, but there's too much of this bullshit in it. Like I didn't like this underground, all of Was- the entire underground of Washington. Apparently, it's just some big operational base type place where they're building three separate heli carriers. Well, it's not the entire yeah. underground of Washington. Well, no, but it's on the it, outskirts. Yeah, but it's, it's on the outskirts of Washington, underneath a like a lake, a reservoir. Yeah, but it's a big it's a big part of like obviously underground it'd have to be massive so mm. I, I I just I didn't like I mean the concept of it cool but don't, think, don't forget it's not like it just all of a sudden appeared S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. was established well in, in this universe like whatever 60 years before yeah, yeah so they would have been building this for a long, no, long yeah, time yeah I get, I get that so I just uh, it just seems it's just a bit too out there for me that okay you know very much like uh, in, in X-Men you know the, the playground how where the jet comes out okay this this walk they open the lake the helicarriers and fly out and I don't I was talking to Stacey about this last night I don't know if you heard this but I remember obviously the first helicarrier that gets shot down crashes in the water I think there would have been a bit more of an impact from that rather than just this little splash that happened I'm pretty certain there would have been like at least a small tsunami or something that would have hit Washington because there was a big fucking this thing I mean how much must one of those weigh and how big are they realistically in length width you know just the, the mere mass of it crashing into the ocean like that would have done more da- a lot more damage than they made it out to be uh, okay. the other two helicarriers where did they crash was that also in the water uh, one crashed in the water the other one went into the building uh, uh, no, one went into the building. Yeah, that's right. And then I think probably crashed. And the other one, I think in the most part, blew up. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to... Because right, these were supposed to be over sort of Washington. Uh, again, just from a damage point of view, because everyone's... Uh, I, I don't like how everybody um, attacks Manor still with the amount of damage that was done uh, to the city. When I believe there was... Cost-wise, certainly, I think as much damage done to New York in Avengers. Okay. When you actually, if you watch it, and specifically, you know, I don't know, mute it or whatever, so you don't get distracted, but if you watch it just with the intent of watching how much damage there is, buildings do collapse in it. Uh, A lot of people forget about that. Um, The Hulk, you know, smashes the fuck out of tons of buildings. You've got those big worm creature things that uh, crash into roads. They fall on top of buildings. They go through buildings. And that is one of the ones that makes a, a building collapse. Um, and then all the uh, uh, the other fights that are going on, there's tons of damage done to it. And everyone's like, "Ooh, Metropolis! You know, they wiped out the city." Okay, they didn't. You know, and they say at the end when he has that final fight with Zod, it just looks like a wasteland for quite a while. But quick enough, the moment they start fighting, 
they're flying through the rest of Metropolis and whatnot. And so you can see that a lot of it is intact. They might have leveled a square block or something, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, damage-wise, I think equally as much was done in Avengers. And in this film, I think these big fucking helicarriers falling out of the sky would have done more damage than they portrayed. I don't. Uh, I don't like that false portrayal. <laughs> False betrayal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they weren't quite over Washington DC. Yeah. Yet they were over Shield headquarters and that big fuck off lake thingy, and some wilderness yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but we look. I mean, imagine. Remember, not to get too serious with this, but when um, uh, when the uh, the twin towers went down, right? The all the, the the smoke and the debris and the ash from that that was around for days, maybe even over a week. I just remember it was just like this fog of shit, um, and that would be the same. I mean, one of these helicarriers, okay, they're going to be like uh, at least a couple hundred meters in length. And again, weight. I'm not. I can't even begin to imagine the weight of that metric tons would be in the hundreds, maybe thousands. I don't know. Uh, but something again that big crashing even if you know it explodes in the air and it's just like the debris that falls down that's still going to cause a lot of damage one down uh, on any buildings whatever or even if it just crashes on just the land it doesn't crash into a building just the land the fallout from that is going to be massive okay they didn't get any of that it's just like the same one with the one that falls into the water it just sort of crashes and goes splash and that's pretty much it <laughs> okay I it's fake. I, I, I can't I can't <laughs> argue with you, but I will say please don't pull out this bullshit of it's unreal. It's a fucking movie. Yeah, 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 no, no, I get that, but it's it's just uh, it's not when I when I watch a movie, I regardless of whatever universe that it's in, I, I try to um, I, I want to say um, like you know it's believable because that sounds crazy because like Star Wars you know I, 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 I think in my head in that universe okay yeah that, that's believable it's not we don't have uh, you know blasters and lightsabers and force powers and all that kind of stuff but yeah. in the realm of that universe the shit that they do and they they, 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 they add into stories whatever I'm like yeah, yeah that's believable in this though they're kind of uh, I don't know. They, 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 in my perception, they seem to be torn between like trying to make it realistic by today's standards, um, and not, and just being like more comic-like. Where yeah, we've got these ships that fly in the sky that nobody knew about whatsoever, and we've got all this technology, advanced technology, and, and, and shit that they've had, you know, for years apparently. But it's only you know you don't see any of the shit in Avengers. It's set at the same time. It's like shortly after Avengers, or even if it's like within a year, you know, surely they would have had all these uh, um, these 3D holographic communication types things on the helicarrier in Avengers. Well, not necessarily. Um, okay. I mean, it, w- it was at Shield headquarters, and it was cons- it was the World Security Council. The office was set up for for that. Yeah. I mean, I can give you that. You know, was it necessary to have the you know the the holographic uh, conference call? Not necessarily. I'm not sure that it, it it affects the movie in any way, whether it was that or them on a big screen. Yeah. Um, I think it's done to highlight the fact that the technology that Shield has is a bit more advanced, which is shown in every Marvel film in terms of, you know, when Shield are yeah, involved, I the technology they've got is, um, is more advanced than than what the regular people are using. Much like what the the army probably has nowadays, you know, with. 
you know, the, the internet that we used was originally an, uh, an advent for the army and eventually got released to the general public, um, or as so I've heard it, which means they're probably using something more advanced now. Yeah. Um, which we wouldn't see until they get something even more advanced and that gets released to the public. <coughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm not trying to change your mind here. I'm no, just no, putting no, an no, argument out there so absolutely. that... Absolutely, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I mean, this is the thing, I, I, I like some of it, some of the, the ideas behind it and stuff, like the helicarriers. Okay, I think they're cool. Again, visually stunning. The concept of, you know, they've been working on them or building them for however long. It doesn't particularly matter. Yeah, I'm on board with all of that. And the, you know, the reason why they they were building them makes sort of you know it makes sense and yeah great defense mechanism by I, I got no problems with that it's just this uh you know you would have seen a lot more down I don't, I don't know why they've done it if it's like to make it kid friendly or whatever but it's just you know i'm just saying that there would have been a lot more um you know damage done and uh you know shit at the end when they all uh, get destroyed and whatnot. I just think it's uh, like I said the one that goes into the ocean literally splash done it would have been uh, more than that and even again it's, I, I don't know because none of it's realistic at all I get that but they're trying to make it sort of realistic that's the, 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 what they're doing and how they tell the story and whatnot and it's just you know it's just contradictory just okay. from that I don't know I mean yeah, the um, let's, let's get off the technology side of it, I guess. I mean, the the three D uh, communication thing, I get that. I, I didn't have a massive problem with that. I just think there's just too much of it, too much of this advanced technology stuff. I mean, with the car as well, you know, when it's all like uh, uh, Nick's constantly saying, "Oh, find me a way out of here," and start the car and do this, do that, or whatever. And we will have hard enough problems with the Xbox or the PlayStation when we're like, you know, oh, Xbox Live, sign in or, you know, launch this game or do this, do that. And it's, uh, sometimes it can be a bit temperamental. Um, but, yeah, and this whole, the car thing, you know, when it's getting attacked and saying, you know, oh, the, uh, the integrity of the window, whatever, it's at this percentage, it's at that percentage. And again, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> why, well, how? How does it know that? Why? And okay, I get the computer. How, how can the computer, uh, when his car gets trashed, and uh, it, I don't know, it stops working, or whatever, and he says, start the car, or whatever, and it, it says that it's got to reboot or do something, or whatever. Why? Why can it not just start it like that? Or how does it? If it's if there's, there's a problems, obviously caused it to uh, turn off or stop the engine. Something's happened. Yeah. How is it then? Restarting it, how is it able to, to kind of like fix it? Like, it, it, again, like, okay, take Star Wars for example, and get an X Wing. Uh, if you've got like an RT unit in it, if it gets damaged or whatever, it'll plug in, it'll do stuff, it will reroute power or do whatever it's got to do. I kind of get that. But I don't get it with this car. How is it an artificial intelligence? With a computer. Like Jarvis, or is it, yeah, but how does it know to reroute things? Oh, it doesn't know, it, it doesn't know. So it got hit and it shut down, it Why couldn't fire that? up the propulsions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's so it's rebooting. It's like a computer. You hit a glitch and you can't do anything on it. So you go Control Alt Delete Restart. Yeah. So if you got like some sort of a nav system or an artificial intelligence in it, which is tied into the the other functions of the car, so it knows the structural integrity of the armor or the armament, you know, because it's obviously bulletproof and it's it's the 
the SUV that the shield director drives around in, so it will have some sort of protection being in the in the world that they live in, and he would probably be a constant target. Yeah. Um, it's like the same as like you know the um, the Enterprise. Right. You know, when the computer is going, you know, shields are down to 18%. How does it know? Well, it's tied into the system. So yeah, every yeah. time it gets hit by a, a photon torpedo, um, it's registering, you know, a certain amount of damage or structural yeah. integrity is yeah, being that affected. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and, I mean, I got to say, like, I, I thought that that scene, um, probably should have said epic spoiler to the beginning of this, but anyway. Did. Okay, good. <laughs> um, it's fine. When, they're, when they've got that um, little mini, um, like, uh, Ram ray device or whatever that's punching into the window yeah, to break like, it yeah. and it hits it and it hits it and the I computer's mean, is, g- don't get me wrong I love the scene yeah. I liked the action I love that that battering ram type thing. thing I thought that was brilliant and then when the computer's going you know I you know st- structural integrity is at blah you know you know uh, deploy yeah de- deploy defenses he's like no no and then you're just like why and then you get that you know he just yeah. wants to get that big fucking gatling gun out and just start firing and yeah. I, I thought that as far as like action goes and car chases and the technology involved in it uh i thought it was quite cool actually yeah i uh again i like the scene and the whole concept of everything I, i'm kind of on board with it and I, I did enjoy it I, i'm just the thing that just lets it down for me is i just think it, it was just way too much you know between the car and the, the, the holographics and the, the the ships and whatnot i i was just uh, i don't know i was i i think i was just expecting maybe i'd enjoy it more the second time around again but i just i think maybe i was just expecting it to be a little bit more grounded like um kind of like uh, uh i want to say like avengers i mean again yeah i get the concept you'd never get a carrier flying in the air but it was as grounded as uh, as it could have been, considering you've got Captain America and the Hulk and all that lot of stuff. But it was just the, the world that it was that it set in it was fine. It's, it's modern day, but and I think they've just jumped forward all of a sudden with all of this technology that's just sprung out of nowhere that they didn't have a year ago. We didn't see any of it in Avengers or you know the Iron Man films or anything. Well, like the that. only thing that we didn't see in the Avengers of the Iron Man films was just the differences in the helicarrier. I mean, in Iron Man films, he's got all that 3D holographic technology. Yeah, that's true. Which he's using all over the place. It <coughs> yeah. doesn't show up in Avengers so much, but I think um, you do get um, like the the, 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 the helicarriers have got different propulsion systems, which obviously ties into what happened in Avengers. Yeah. Because of the trouble that Iron Man had in restarting it. So he basically said, rather than use big fuck-off fans, why don't you use a propulsion system? Yeah. yeah. Which, to me, then... Because when I watched it the first time, I was thinking to myself, like, um, two of those ships, got the, sh- the, the, the helicarriers, got shot to shit and crashed quite early. And then the one that Captain America and the Winter Soldier were on and still fighting stayed up for quite a lot longer. Yeah. And I was like, that thing is staying in the air for a fucking long time. Mm. But then I thought that the whole point of upgrading the propulsion systems was because they were so easily damaged in Avengers. So arguably speaking, it might end up staying in the air longer. Like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that completely makes sense. Yeah. I get it. Don't, yeah, instead of using, you know, uh, uh, propellers or rotors or whatever they, they were, the fan things, Yeah, I get it. Because obviously they, they did explain that quite well with the whole... Because um, didn't they mention that it was... Because they asked if it was Stark's idea or whatever, and wasn't it? Because in um, the beginning of Avengers, he does the whole he repowers Stark Tower with a clean yeah, energy, energy that's supposed to last hundred years or whatever. And wasn't that the same sort of power source that they used on the carrier? So because they, they said they would always stay up. 
Um, I, yeah, it, it, I mean, they, all they said is that, you know, <clears> that <throat> uh, the design was, was reworked and, and uh, you know, Tony Stark helped to redesign the yeah. propulsion system, which was a tie into the fact that, yeah, he nearly got shredded to bits trying to restart up the helicarrier and, and Avengers. Yeah. Um, um, okay, there's also the, I mean, while we're on Avengers quickly, the, uh, I, I think it looks visually stunning. I, uh, I'm going to sound really contradictory here because uh, I'm going to say that I like something, but I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> right? uh, so, like you, I'm going to give you two possible things. Um, the the thing in uh, in Avengers when uh, Tony, you know, at the end when he's with um, that um, person, yeah, yeah, whatever, Pepper, um, yeah, yeah, Pepper, and um, yeah, he brings like. 3D graphically the, the 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 tower when they've got to rebuild it or you know do work on it you know how he raises it and when um, he's got to do his homework on the Avengers and whatnot and you know he's he throws it all up on the screens or whatever and then he's holding the cube and whatnot it looks cool and I kind of like it but it's just not realistic enough for me that I'm just like well because we don't have that technology and I get yeah he's he's a billionaire he's a genius and he's created all this stuff and whatnot but. It's just I don't know. There's something about it that just bugs me. I don't know if, it's, if I'm thinking it's a bit too far fetched or uh, as opposed to aliens coming through a portal. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. This is why I'm so contradictory. I just and uh, I could argue with myself literally about this bit. I think I, I mean it, to me it sounds like and I you know just going to throw it out there like obviously um, all over the internet reviews different people have different perspectives on all of these type of things yeah um and i know at times you've like are you like i hate marvel or marvel is fucking things up or marvel versus I don't, dc i know I, 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 I've, I've never said um that i don't like marvel or anything like that but all. last I, night I when, last night when we were sitting in the cinema as the previews were coming up and you saw x-men oh, and then you saw spider-man and the exact word you said was fucking marvel <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, well, I, 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 think, just, I don't think I don't like the way that they're just they're spinning out a movie constantly, and I think the they're they're all suffering because of it. And you can't, you could probably argue it, but look at um, you you yourself have said the films are progressively getting worse each time. Like you you loved, well, I don't want to say love, but you thought quite a lot of Iron Man one, I two think, you don't think was as good, three you reckon is the worst out of the three. Yes, I agree, and that. But I don't think that's down to Marvel. I think that's down to other uh, things. Because uh, Thor 2 is better than Thor 1. Captain America 2 is better than Captain America 1. And, uh, and well, in my eyes. And uh, Avengers is better I, than them all. I liked Captain America 2 better than the first one. Yeah. I'll give you that. Um, by the way, I didn't like the first one. I didn't like any of the Iron Man films so far. Again, I'm not seen the third one. Uh, I liked Thor. I tried to watch the second one, but sadly fell asleep. Um, Avengers loved it. Um, but they're just, and that's kind of that. That's the, the thing, that's the direct Marvel production things. Yeah, well, the I, other things like Spider Man and X Men is done by other studios. Yeah, but the Marvel symbol shows up there because well, uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's based on the Marvel yeah, things. Yeah, but it's just I don't think they're giving them enough time. What I like about films when they take a break is I'd rather them take a break and you know nail down everything, the cast, the story, what they're going to do, get it right, rather than. You know, they're just... And it's not just Marvel, Hollywood. Anywhere, they're like, oh, the moment it makes a bit of money, oh, quick, we've got to do a sequel. We want to bring one out next year. So there's only a limited amount of time to get everything together. And a lot of the times, it feels very rushed, which for my my opinion on Marvel at the moment is that everything just feels really rushed because they're just trying to spin out so many films every year. And I think that's wrong. I think, and this is where I think DC's 
um, doing it right. They're waiting because they could have, after Man of Steel, made a shit ton of money, and they could have just easily have gone right. Let's do a film every year or something. But they're not. They're they're playing it safe. Not safe, but they're playing it right. And they're they. I think they're doing it right. Planet of the Apes, same thing. I mean, maybe we'll have to go back in this and we'll do maybe do a review, but made a shit ton of money straight away they could have spun off a whole you know bunch of series of these films but they didn't they decided to wait uh, for whatever reason and I think that's the way to do it and Marvel's just coming up with so much stuff now that I just I mean the that um, uh, Guardians of the Universe whatever it is just looks appallingly shocking I just I no interest in that whatsoever I think they've just made that just for the sake of making it to make a, a ton of cash Ant-Man which I understand they're making who, what the fuck? who the fuck cares about Ant-Man okay a man whose superpower is to shrink himself down to the size of an ant Ooh, hold the phone that's just making a movie for the sake of doing it it's aimed at the kids obviously okay I will, I will throw this back to something that you said yesterday it's their universe to do with what they want yeah yeah, absolutely. Doesn't um, mean I have to like it. No, that's true. <laughs> but I will, I will argue one I just thing. Think it's too much. They're just doing too much. Okay, I, w- I will say one thing uh, in defense of Marvel and to kind of give DC a kick in the nads. Yeah. Um, a lot of the reason that DC haven't released so many films is because they keep on having script trouble, casting trouble, these kind of things. They've been they spent so many years working on trying to do another Superman film, and then eventually got man of steel done but they went through so many scripts rewrites castings things getting done you know did superman returns but they took the time out to get it right but they could have just as easily have just gone you know made a script and gone right yep that'll do we'll just make it for the sake of making it i mean look at superman returns not the greatest film in the world i kind of quite enjoyed it yeah it it was it was okay for what it was but but it could have been better okay so all of these people these creative people basically can't get behind one idea so it takes them so long to 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 um, agree on something, mm. which I think is a detriment to them. Is a detriment to them because they're while they're taking so long to to make a decision on something, it doesn't give people that. Okay, aside from the Nolan trilogy, yeah, and um, Man of Steel, uh, Green Lantern sucked. Yeah, that's okay, true. Um, and they're putting a lot of work into into Man of Steel. What they're doing is they're going to do like a Man of Steel introducing a load of Justice League and then go off and spin off a bunch of films. And I, I'll bet my left nut that um, after the Batman Superman film, whatever they call it, um, you're going to start getting a bunch of standalone films. Oh, absolutely. And they're going to, start, was, they're going to start spinning them out because um, there's a life expectancy on the actors. Yeah. Um, anybody that portrays one of these superheroes, which I think is why you get a lot of them now, at a certain point, the guy that plays Thor, he just won't be able to do it because he won't look the part. Yeah, and he's probably also you've got the issue that he's probably not going to want to. He's not going to want to. Like, yeah, like um, uh, uh, Robert Downey Downey Jr. Yeah, he's um, said no more Iron Man films. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a good thing. I think there's only so many of these films you can do anyway. But yeah. that being said, I think one of the uh, one of the, the next things that we're going to have is. Uh, by the time that DC gets around to doing, uh, you know, releasing this uh, this Batman Superman film, uh, which there's a lot of things speculation like, is it Man of Steel two? Is it Batman Superman? There's no actual official title for it yet. I think a lot of people uh, are speculating, and I kind of think it's going to happen as well that it's going to be more of a, a Justice League movie, yeah. rather than just Batman and Superman being like the, the, the two guys in it. And then I think, like you said. 
that will then branch off to other to, to other standalone films. films, and then they'll come together again eventually. Yeah. When this comes to happen, because uh, this film's not supposed to be out till 2016. When that happens, uh, Marvel will do what it's uh, always doing, and it will just start rebooting. It will do redo the same things. They'll be like, "Okay, we've done this. That's gone," and then they'll either do it again, or they'll uh, just with a different cast, obviously. Or they'll uh, they'll modernise it. Like for example, in the the Marvel universe, as I understand it, everyone that we're seeing in the films at the moment, and everyone that you and me grew up to to love with in comics and cartoons and stuff, like Wolverine and well, all the X Men lot and uh, Captain America, Hulk, all that lot, they're all dead, as far as I understand it. And it's moved on to like the the, the next generation, where they've all conveniently had kids that have conveniently their powers or abilities or whatever. Um, well, I don't. I don't know anything about the modern day stuff. All I know, for example, is that uh, Wolverine kind of outlived everybody, which was expected. Um, he is dead, but he had a kid. He had a son who also somehow came uh, into adamantium. Uh, and yeah, I'm just. I I, uh, I don't really have a general problem with it. But I see getting back to it, Marvel. That's what they're going to do. They'll reboot it, or they'll go back and they'll start doing origin stories, or you know, again, just recasting people or they'll move on to the next generation and the yeah, the my comment last night about, you know fucking Marvel is just uh, I I don't, I'm not looking forward to a lot of the films that are coming out, I'd like to be and I try to be, but I just, I see them and as you know, my, my big problem is trailers yeah. and last night was just a prime example every trailer is like I don't know a couple of minutes long too long and I'm just like for fuck's sake I don't want to see like uh, a shot from every single scene of the entire film I'd like to, there to be a little bit of uh, you know oh what's going to happen next type thing but I know now that if I was to go see Days of Future Past or whatever the fuck it's called uh, I'm never going to be sat there going what the fuck are they going to do how are they going to get out of this what's going to happen next because in my head it's always going to be I'll ask the question I'm like what's going to happen next and then my head will be like ah you've seen the shot from the trailer that's what's going to happen next like World War Z that's what upset it for me with that because every time I thought what the fuck's how are they going to get out of this I knew you know I knew oh yeah there's going to be an outbreak on the plane that's going to happen these guys are going to overrun Jerusalem wherever the fuck they were and this is going to happen that's going to happen so there was never any you know suspense or like oh I wonder what and uh, that's uh, like and the fact it was just it was uh just Marvel one film after another and a lot of I personally like I said nothing interested in like um, the Guardians of the Universe stuff I'm just like fuck off not interested um, enjoyed the Planet of the Apes trailer but that, they did that right it was like 20 seconds long or something you Heat. hardly see anything in it don't forget that's a teaser trailer wait until the, re- the next one comes yeah, out because yeah, every, yeah. every one they do there's a teaser and then there's the international and there's a the UK version and then yeah. there's the behind the scenes and then the sneak peek and then the final international trailer which is four minutes long or whatever yeah um, and the trouble that this is one of the things that I love going to the cinema with um, with yourself but it's I yeah I really I don't want to see like I said every scene from a film I just want to go in there just to have a rough idea of what it's about or whatever and then let them tell me the story and the stuff but um Getting back to Captain America quickly before we wrap things up. Yeah. Um, the plot as well. I wasn't particularly fond of the plot. I thought the script was good, I guess. It was strong in places, but I didn't like the general storyline. Because it's, it's been done before where, okay, you've got a good guy and everybody turns on the good guy. 
and you know the, the first thing that came to mind was uh, was like Robocop when uh, you remember when they shoot the fuck out of him because they were all like oh he's bad all of a sudden uh, but Duff, that's not what this was though yeah I know yeah I know I get that but it, you know, even in Robocop it, it, the, the plot part of that annoys me because I'm just like all these cops know Robocop they think he's amazing that he's you know He's stopping crime. Crime's on the the, 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 the low. Uh, their friends are not getting, yeah. you know, as fucked no, but up what, and stuff. What, what yeah, none of them's turned around and said, wait a minute, we've got orders to shoot the fuck out of this guy. I'm not sure about that. And yeah. not, not every single person was a Hydra dude. Thing. Every person that was chasing him was. Yeah. But because I know, cause but the people at the end, you get that sort of like when uh, they they kind of like explain it all. You do you get the ones that are like oh, that were blindly following orders, going, "Oh wait a minute, you know, we he's, he's not a bad guy. What are we doing?" And then obviously, yeah, they're, they're fighting with the Hydra guys and whatnot. But it's uh, yeah, it's just nothing new. I just I, I, it's just a classic tale of you know, okay, the good guy he's made out to be bad and whatnot, and the but he wasn't he wasn't made out to be bad. He was being he, okay. He was kind of made out to be bad, but the people that were chasing and trying to kill him incessantly yeah. were the were yeah, legitimately yeah, yeah. the bad guys. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it wasn't just a case of every shield agent in the world, because otherwise you would have then had Coulson and Barton and all these people on the on the scene trying to get him as well the tag team and stuff that were constantly trying to kill him were actually legitimately the bad guys yeah no I get, I get that but I'm just yeah I'm just saying the, the, the storyline I okay the bad guys against him and just the way that it's done it just it just bugs me I'm just like you know I don't know I really don't know I just <laughs> okay it's just um, I just I, I just didn't like this, the storyline that much it's, it's kind of like uh, the 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 constant this this clean energy thing as a theme kind of bugs me. They did it in Dark Knight Rises. They did it in Avengers. Iron Man. It's just they didn't do it in this. Where was the clean no. energy? Uh, well, the the helicarriers. Well, they were power. It was just, it was just a new propulsion system. Yeah. That's it. That's no, all no, they no, said. I'm just, I'm just saying, like they, when they when uh, when constant themes are used, that was just a, a, as an example. Because, uh, okay. like I said. Okay, well, yeah, we had that in Avengers and stuff. I'd rather have not had that in Dark Knight Rises. I'd rather have it just been. Just I don't know a fucking bomb or something. It didn't need to be. Oh yeah, this is a reactor with, uh, and it comes up with this clean energy. Um, but it could be used as a terrorist weapon, which it was. Unfortunately, it's... we're at the stage in movies though now where everything can be likened to something else. Yeah, there's been God knows how many millions of movies. Nothing is wholly original anymore. True. There's just there's no way, unfortunately, that we can do it. You can you can yeah you can get a better representation of something. You can get something shot better. Somebody can have better hair in one movie than another, or they can look better when their old makeup is on, or look worse. Yeah. But everything will be a copy of, of something else. Yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're at that stage. Right. I, mean, I, 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 I get, I kind of get what you're you're saying there. I thought that the, the, the difference between this and something else where all the good guys just turn against the good guys, the fact that he was legitimately being chased by bad guys yeah, that yeah. were all moles. Um, basically, you know, Shield was one big fuck off failure, like CTU. Yeah, yeah, it all been infiltrated by Hydra, yeah. and it was like Hydra, or well, a big part of it was Hydra for a long time and whatnot. Yeah, well, and since its inception, near enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, also, um, just because I know we're, we are literally running out of time, the yeah. all of this technology literally seems to have uh, spun out. Or it's just come out really, really suddenly. Because I know Marvel would probably. It wouldn't surprise me if they actually go back and redo it. But you take the Hulk, for example, the like Edward Norton one. 
which was the second Hulk film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the military guys chasing them and whatnot. They, there's none of this technology bullshit. It's just military guys, the army, guns. That's it. Whereas all of a sudden, now let's just, I'm going to go with the assumption that the Hulk was like, that was maybe a couple of set time wise, a couple of years or within a couple of years before Avengers. Because she says to him at some point, um, Black Widow says that he's been without an incident for like over a year or something. So let's say for yeah, his last sort of uh, incident would have been roughly uh, on the run or being chased by the army or whatever, tying in roughly with that film. But, and then all of a sudden, they've got all these get fancy gadgets and all this bullshit. That, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't show up in the, the Hulk film. It was just the army. With yeah. the exception of the army tapping into or saying, get in touch with S.H.I.E.L.D. to use their surveillance systems. Yes. That's the only shield tie, and then Robert Downey Jr. or Tony Stark shows up in the post-credit scene saying, I hear you've got a containment issue or something. Yeah. Talking about, not the Hulk, talking about the abomination or whatever that thing is. Who does he talk to in the end? Is it the general guy? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. Cause, yeah. Because it's not Banner, is it? No, it's, it's General Ross's, but yeah, General Ross. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got that. You've also got the fact that... Um, special effects have advanced in movie making so as they've made the end you know when they made like let's say Hulk uh, they hadn't made any form, any films with yeah. a lot of shield in it yet yeah I, I guess but I think just because they have the technology to have all these sparkly effects and stuff in it I don't think they I don't think it's, it's not a necessity I'd rather I'd rather have a good story rather than ooh look at all this fancy bullshit you know and that's what movies seem to be lacking these days. And again, with Marvel, because they're, all these films feel rushed to me, there's not enough good storytelling. It's just, oh, we need to have this fancy fight scene and this action scene and these explosions and all this bullshit. And I think the story suffers because of it. Okay. But, you know. I think we'll revisit the conversation because I, I can see in a few years' time, because I think what DC are going to do is they're going to do their Batman, Superman, Justice League film, whatever. And you're going to have all these characters in there, i.e. Wonder Woman and various things. And then after that, they're going to do a load of origin stories. And yeah. we're going to be back at this table going, for fuck's sake, we just watched a film with them. I don't care where Wonder Woman comes from. I just want to see her Yeah, well, as I've said, ass. this is the problem. And everyone's saying it because we all know where they've come from. And the amount of times we've seen it, every Batman film or incarnation, they've got to tell the fucking story. Spider-Man, they've got to constantly fucking go back and explain how he became Spider-Man and stuff. And we, don't, everyone knows. We've all seen the comics or we all have talked about it and we all know. We don't need to see it. So let's just move forward. Stop going back. Like with X-Men, I'd rather they've just, like, can't, like I said, cancel the original lot. And say, right, we're going to do, we're going to start it fresh with the, this lot, and we're going to go back in time and show, you know, show them from the beginning, or whatever, I, I guess. But it's it's just something we don't need. Um, and I, my head hurts. <laughs> well, I well, okay, so uh, clearly, um, two perspectives, kind of, on Captain America. I enjoyed it. From the sounds of it, you really didn't. No, there, there were good bits that I liked. I, like I said, I liked the action scenes, but I, the story suffered because of them all, I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the fight scene in the elevator, I loved that. The car scene with the battering ram thing, like that. I didn't like the whatever the fucking torch device was that Fury and everyone else seemed to use to just suddenly burn a hole through the ground and whatnot. I, I have no idea. Um, yeah, every fight scene, I think, that you know Black Widow is in, I just think amazing. And I keep thinking, how the fuck did they do that? You Because know, she moves so fast and bends in ways that she shouldn't bend. But uh, there, there's, there are lots of aspects that I did like, but 
um, yeah, overall, I, yeah, I was just like, oh, great, you know, another one. <laughs> Do you think, because as is with every film that you watch, pretty much, you walk out going, that was shit, and then you watch it again, and you enjoy it, and then you watch it again, like Star Trek, and again, and again, and again. Uh, time will tell, I guess. I would, I'd quite happy try and give it another go. I'd like to go back and revisit the first one, and, uh, and then the second one straight after that, but it's, uh, yeah... I don't know. Again, even the first one, kind of like just. Uh, I guess they kind of had to do it with, uh, with, uh, with Captain America. But their origin story, it just doesn't capture my imagination at all. Like Iron Man, okay, I know how he becomes Iron Man. I don't need to see three hours of them explaining how he becomes fucking Iron Man and how many suits he's got to build to do it and whatnot. I just, it's just, it doesn't entertain me. So. But yeah, we'll revisit. I guess maybe, we'll, maybe, 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 again, we'll maybe you should again. maybe you should just watch um, like the the. Avengers sequel, yeah. and then Avengers three, and just skip all the films in between. Yeah. Although if we do that, I and I go do that. To, if we do that, and I go to the cinema to see it with you, you, you start know, turn, like, why is this? You, yeah, you start turning around, asking me questions. I'm just going to slap you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll like I said, we'll, we'll uh, revisit it, I guess, and we'll talk about Marvel and um, and stuff uh, and stuff next time. Cool. But yeah, those are my issues with it. And um, yeah, next time we talk about it, we'll go through the pro side of it. What I did, what, what you know, without the negative, we'll go through what was good, what we both liked, and uh, maybe not just about Winter Hair Soldier, but yeah, but like maybe all the Marvel films. We'll just do a, uh, a positive thing. Okay. Alrighty, cool. cool. Well, uh, let's wrap it up there, and we will do this again soon. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming as well. Anytime. Mm-hmm.